Welcome to The Build Show, the only show that has had songs from Hamilton stuck in its head for the last two weeks. My name is Zach. And I'm Anthony. I can't, I, literally, like every two minutes, I find myself singing this, the line from the king, like, la da 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 Yep, that line. I like, um, I like the line that goes, Look, I will kill your friends and family to remind you of my love. Yep, that's a good one. That, and then I've always, I found myself, I caught myself a couple of times being like, Awesome! Wow! What is that from him? What do you do? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the king again. He's like, now you're on your own. Awesome! Wow! Uh, and I don't remember that. Isn't that one of the most boring plays that you No! Like... Oh, no. I loved that play. It's I loved so it. Boring. I got to intermission. I thought it was the end. And I was like, oh, we're done. Well, it's long, but it's really good. Yeah, it's long. And like, sure, great music. But like not for five and a half hours. It wasn't. A, no, it, it was a great felt play. Like five hours. It was a great play, sir. Thank you very much. Compared to Wicked, mm, that's debatable. Wicked, Wicked is the top play, I think. That that's debatable. I know, actually. That's debatable. Have you seen Newsies? Mm-hmm. I have. Newsies comes close. Actually, okay. No, I've seen parts of Newsies. I've seen. Hmm. Yeah. What do musicals sound like, Anthony? Can I opera sing? If you'd like. No. <laughs> No, no, we can't opera sing. There we go. <clears throat> and oh my gosh, I vibrated it. I vibrated my harmonic sing. resonance. Yeah. What does harmonic resonance sound like? Theme music. Greetings. Welcome, everyone. Uh, <clears throat> As always, let us begin in a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Love, Jesus. Um, Greetings. Thank you. Uh, Allow us today. You know, okay, we're going to start over here. I kind of started bad. Um, Of course, it's all a prayer. But, Lord, help us to recognize your love and your presence today and your influence and mercy throughout our entire lives and both our lives is, and everyone's lives uh, throughout the entire world, how, all of you, how you work your will miraculously throughout the world. Thank you, God, for all the gifts you've given us and all the luxuries that we have in our life. And thank you for the intelligence that you have bestowed upon the human race your your most beloved creation thank you for giving us the ability to work with the creation you've given us and create create things from your image um, from create use the minds that you've given us to manipulate your creation in good ways thank you for giving us that that talent and that ability uh, we pray that you guide us, guide us all as we use our talents and gifts as you, that you have given us to bring your love and joy to the world and bring you to other people and bring us all closer to you and to our ultimate goal of heaven. And we pray for all of those who are in positions of uh, creation and, and design and pray for all those who are also, who just have any connection to just anyone else in the world 
that they uh, use their talents wisely and as, as you will. Thank you for everything you've given us, and we pray. Um, hey, the words you taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Athanasius, pray for us. And St. Timothy, pray for us. And the Father and Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Anthony, welcome to summer. Welcome. It Thank is now you. Well, I mean, technically, my summer happened a month ago. Um, <laughs> so, but it is now officially summer because it has reached triple digits in Arizona. Because yes, now it is now miserable. Exactly, but it's glorious. Terrible. I actually got summer. Well, second time. Well, well, I don't know if it was the first or second time, but I finally got sunburn when my skin was peeling because I oh. would tell people that I was immune to sunburns. And then it happened. And then it happened. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'm like, I never sunburned. I still Oof. refuse to put sunscreen lotion on. Because that's, that sounds like skin cancer waiting to happen. Well, no, because I am mostly immune to it. Really? In in general sense, I sunburn a lot less than other people. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I also just like to refuse to do things. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, it is summer now. It has been like two weeks, I think, since we had, since we had a legitimate episode. The one last week was we're calling a legitimate episode. I think it was legitimate. It was funny, but it was really just kind of a mess. I mean, if you guys, if you listen to Poor it. Poor Zach's organizational brain. My brain was like, wow, this is, a, this is an architectural masterpiece. And I'm but, over here thinking like, we haven't touched the topic yet once. We are still talking about Anthony's monologue. We're not going anywhere. The tangent train is everywhere. But hey. See, I think that's it. where me and Zach definitely meet in the middle really well, oh, really well most of the time. Most of the time. True. Um, whereas Zach likes to be very organizational and I'm not. So <laughs> it just. It works out well. Yeah. Given the room that we're recording in. Precisely. Zach, so, so we're hitting summer. Uh, and everything, and then stuff. So, because you're not now, you're not at the NASA house. You're back at your parental yes. house. Um, your parents are caring for you. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. That was a weird way of putting it. Um, I'm home. I'm home for a couple weeks. But you're so, home. Yeah. You're home for a couple weeks. So you said a couple weeks. Where? What? What's the plan? That like I feel like seminary is always keeping you, <clears throat> keeping, keeping you busy. Yeah, keeping you busy, growing yes. closer to the Lord. What's the plan for summer for you? In precisely a week from today, or no, sorry, in. In about a week. Six days. Yeah, in six days. About a week. Um, or in your case, when you're listening to this, tomorrow, I'll be going up to Flagstaff for my summer assignment. So I'll be living up at San Francisco de Assis in Flagstaff with all of the amazing priests up there, along with two other seminarians. Um, we're going to be working with the priests up there, kind of basically just getting to know the life of a priest and living in communion with the priests up there. So, so you guys want to ambush that? Yeah, please don't do that. It'll be great. I'm kidding. I would welcome the company. It'd be awesome. Um, so, I mean, aside from all of the incredible blessings that come from just living in Flagstaff for the hottest months of the year, um, where the high will basically be 80 for June and July, um, it's going to be great. I get to wear a sweater in the middle of summer, and I'm super excited. Oh, my gosh. Um, aside from the obvious blessings there, um, it is, I'm just really excited to kind of go up and just kind of experience the different environment up there, especially I'm definitely like an outdoors person. Um, I definitely take from St. Francis, and I'm, I love kind of camping and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I wish I went camp. I'm, I would like to go camping more often. We'll put it that way. Um, but backpacking was one of the things on the list for my for this upcoming summer. This is my anti mustard, by the way. Um, and so we never said it. We never did, but it was it was a flawless transition. We just You're didn't acknowledge welcome. it. You're welcome. Well done. Um, but yeah, backpacking is definitely on my list of things to do for this summer since I'm going to be so close to just a bunch of amazing spots for backpacking. So I got all the gear going. I got all the gear together. I got a new backpack and just all the stuff that I need to survive in the wilderness on my own for like two days at most kind of thing. That sounds 
terrifying. It's so cool. I, I love it. It's it's so much fun. I've only been backpacking once, but I was like, yes, I want to do this more. I love this. This is so cool. Um, We're going to have to hear about this. Oh, yes. And your advice be... for future backpackers. Yes, that will be a topic at some point. Mm-hmm. Backpacking. That'll be, we'll, we'll, mark, we'll write that one down. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a great couple of weeks being back home, but I'm really excited to get back into that uh, solid routine, back into that that rhythm um, of the life of a priest as I'm, you know, continuing to discern. So that's where I'm at with my anti-mustard. Brilliant. How about you? So uh, as it's summer, me and Zach and I and a couple of our other friends, our friend Ruby, you've probably heard a lot of them on the podcast, um, went up to Heber, oh, which yeah. I thought it was Payson until the day of... Um, and you're like, wait, we're not stopping in Payson. We're driving through Payson. I was like, oh, look at that. Until Zach sent me the address of the place. And I was like, oh, because Zach's uh, parents are gracious enough to use the cabin, aunts and uncles, whatever. So we had had a wake day um, <clears throat> that we, so we, we, we went there. Was, we went up on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we had a late day on Monday. And we had four kayaks and a blow-up kayak. Yes. And As an inflatable, not like we use dynamite, but like inflatable. Right. Oh, I guess there's two interpretations of that. Yes. Ooh. Blow up one would be better though, like an actual dynamite using a dynamite kayak. Yeah, dynamite nice. kayak. Cool. Interesting. Um, fishing with dynamite. Um, that sounds exciting. It does. Um, <laughs> As you were. So, we were out and um, we we were at this kind of C-shaped lake called called Willow Springs Lake, and oh, like oh, so like like the letter C. Yeah, like the letter you said C. said C-shaped lake, and I'm like. We were nowhere near the ocean, but no, that like, the <laughs> letter C, the like <laughs> the, sh- the lake itself was shaped like a letter C. I got you. Okay. Um, so there's like a giant peninsula in the middle. Exactly. Cool. Very fancy word, by the way. Yes. Um, I used to think that was referencing to the state, but anyways, um, when I was younger, so there was that peninsula in the middle. And so we, we had, were kayaking around for about an hour and a half. And then there was a, this was the same lake we had been to camps at before. And Zach was like, oh, it's like on the other side. It's like, do you want to go? And go see the other side with the camera. I was like, absolutely, let's go kayak out there. One of my other friends, uh, actually Zach, no, I'm sorry, not Zach, Zach. Um, yep, one of our other friends named Zach. There's yeah. two of us now. Um, Zach's brother was like, oh, I'll go with you. And then um, one of our other friends, she went, she came up on there too, mm-hmm. uh, came with us. And another one of our other friends um, also was coming. Mm-hmm. And so me, you know who Sam, you are. If you want us to drop names, let us know. We can drop we names in the next episode. Them, yeah. We have, but I don't know if they like. True. Based on the experience, we'll see. Good point. Good we'll, point. We'll, we'll yeah, feel yeah. the reactions. Yeah. So, uh, me, me, uh, Zach, Ben, and one of our other friend went into a single person kayaks, which were like plastic. Right. Four yellow kayaks. Yeah. Great. Four yellow kayaks. And then our other friend, um, let's call him Tom, because so we can, so we can, you know. Okay. Our friend Tom. To d- d- differentiate sure. things, like you know, like never mind, Tom Sawyer. Like, well, oh sure. Like, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Well, not the song. Dun, dun, dun. But yeah, the, okay. But the song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, okay. Neil Peart, you know. Yeah. Um, and so we go kayaking around, and then Tom is in the kayak, the blow up kayak, which is actually meant for two people, but he is in it yes. by himself. And so we go off. We're going very quickly. We're we're paddling relatively quickly. We 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 round the corner of the sea. Realize we went the wrong direction because we were like stationed in the middle of the sea, like right at the far, far edge. And then uh, Zach's brother was like, hey, I, you know what my, my dad and his friend used to do? They would get to the end, like the very tip of the sea, and then... Hop out. Take, come out and hike their canoes up... The kayaks. The, the kayaks. Canoes, yeah. I always say canoes. Up the, the, the peninsula. Right, like traverse the peninsula. Yeah, yeah. Up, over it and get to the other side of the sea and then kayak back. And I, I heard that idea and I was like, let's do it. And Zach was like, um... 
I, I don't you know, like maybe we shouldn't. Our other friend, she was kind of like, she's like, yeah, like, okay, like a little bit of idea. And then like, maybe we can do it. We can, we keep talking a little bit. And me and Ben are like, we can do it. Zach's brother, sure. Ben. I mean, we're like, yeah, we can totally do it. Let's do it. And we get to the end of it. And we convince Zach and um, our friend to, to go and to, to hike our boats up. So we start to hike them up. This very steep mountain. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. So we get to the top. And we're like, okay, where's the water? And we're looking like, it's nowhere in sight. And we're like, okay, like we'll just keep walking a little bit. We're walking. With kayaks, mind you. We're oh, yeah. carrying kayaks. So it's four kayaks and four people. So it's like, we have two kayaks for two people. And then mm-hmm. each, the person carries one end of the kayak with their one arm. Yeah. Um, if you can picture how that goes. Um, on either end. And so we're, we're kiting and we're having to like take breaks cause we're all tired and our, our hands are hurting us. We were just kiting for like an hour and then we get to like this, we're, we're looking like, okay, there's a dirt road. Maybe that'll lead to the, to the water. We get to the dirt road and we're like, okay, like let's like, do we see anything? Like we don't see any water. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, we should probably call the people because we've now been hiking for probably like 20 ish minutes. Yeah. And we're like, we thought about turning back. We're like, no, nah, the water's close. Yeah. The, the next, the next end. And we're like, hey, we should probably call them to let them know where we are. So we call them. We're like, hey, we're, we're, we're hiking our kayaks up the mountain, the, the cross <clears throat> to the next part of the water. And they were like, oh, okay, is Tom with you? And we're like, what? And then like, oh, he was following you. And we're like, he was? Like, <laughs> oh, I shoot. <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't know that. And we're looking, we're like, hopefully he didn't try to like carry his kayak up the, wa- up the mountain. I'm like, well, we'll find out when we get so we continue walking. We finally find this this normal this road <clears throat> that that turns the other that like is a right angle, so it's like a right angle too. We finally find this road. Cars are driving up it, and one car stopped and was like, "Hey, like you know the, those work better in the water." I'm like, "Yes, thank you." We know. <laughs> like as we're all exhausted, I'm like, "Why did we do this?" And Zach's like, "This is Anthony's and Ben's idea." Yep, one hundred percent. And then we we come uh, we we. we come down the road, we see the parking lot, we finally take a turn, get to the water in this like marshy area, and then get the kayaks and finally, we were hiking for like 45 minutes to an hour. It was brutal and miserable, well miserable for most of it. And then we start kayaking and Zach's just like, I'm done. And just like, <laughs> I took off, Zach I was just like, like no. takes off. And me and Zach's daughter towed our other friend because she was exhausted. And so we, we towed her back in a very disorganized fashion. I saw you guys. <clears> but we did, and Zach's just like, peace. <laughs> and gets back to the shore and and then we get there and, and Zach's dad's like, like, hey, is, is Tom back yet? And he's like, no, he hasn't come back. I'm like, shoot, man, it's been like two hours, two and a half hours yeah. now. I'm like, well, shoot, we gotta go and like find him now. She's like, he was following you. So I, I come out, cause I never actually reached shore. I, I started coming out and so does Zach's brother Ben and Zach comes out and your dad uh, came out as well. And we're kayaking and in the distance, uh, after about t- 10 minutes of kayaking, I see this nose because the, the kayak was like yellow and gray. I see this nose, which is sticking up from the water a little bit more than you know it should. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, it's very yellow. I was like, is that Tom? Like maybe. And so I'm running forward and as I'm getting it, it's like, I see this paddle kind of like every once in a while coming up from the, the kayak, like, like just kind of frantically a little bit, like up and I get to the kayak and I wish y'all could see the demonstration here. But man, I see Tom literally pretty much laying down in the kayak water is has been coming in it because he he was sitting on the back his butt pretty probably below the water but not in it just like that that part of the kayak below it and like just with the most expressionless face on his face like 
Tom, like, what's up? And he's like, I have been out here for two hours <laughs> trying to find you. We felt and, so bad. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. And I was like, what happened? Like, where was he? He goes, I was about 750 feet behind you. And when I came to the end of it, you guys weren't there. So I thought that you guys were behind me and turned around to try to find you. And like, because we had climbed up the hill at that mm-hmm. point. So we weren't even we were, in the water. We were way out of sight. And I was, and poor Tom too was in a kayak, which was harder to paddle because it was for two people. And so he was just way slower than all the rest of us. Right. He felt so bad. It was hilarious though. And it was something to laugh about afterwards. Exactly. But, in the yeah. moment it was annoying and we felt really bad. Yeah. But then at the end afterwards, it was kind of like, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Like, we, what, a, what a chance. We all laughed. So that was our weekend. Indeed. I also took a very bad face plant dive in the darkness um, when we were playing in the dark hide and seek. And I would love yeah. to hear more about that in a minute. But great. this has been a long anti-mustard. A glorious anti-mustard. But we'll save that story for another time. It was great. It was just a side story. Oh, nice. Cool. Splendid. Um, we should make a quick point real quick about... We should... We should uh, on the topic of topics, I meant to say. Yeah, that's true. I was like, on the topic of topics, but I totally blew it and I blew my... Whatever. Um, we're looking for topics. We need topics. We are... Your boys are not as creative as we hoped we would be when it came to coming up with topics. Well, I would say we're a little bit too creative as a thing. I think so. I think yeah. that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, it's not that we're not creative. It's just that we're too creative and then the topics, like, don't end up making sense because we're too creative. We're too nerdy. Too little wild. yeah. But we are working right now on coming up with some new topics, and you will see soon we're going to post a series of questions, rather maybe a bit anonymously, who knows, or just kind of like you won't know what it's about, but answer answer these questions truthfully, you know, you know, give, be honest, um, and who knows, that may or may not determine the next couple of topics for the podcast. Um, but regardless, what we discovered was we, um, our, the show is called The Build Show, Brothers United in Living Discernment, and we were focusing on the word discernment. Um... And we, we realized that we were harping a lot, or not harping, harping is the wrong word. We were focusing a lot on discernment of vocation, which is great. 100% discernment of vocation is a beautiful topic to have. Um, but then we realized that discernment was the topic that we were focusing on, while discernment needed to be the lens that we, or it needed to be the perspective with which we viewed other topics kind of thing. So not so much that we're just constantly analyzing the word discernment, like, ah, Behold the D in discernment. Let's discuss the D in discernment right. and break it all down. Uh, I think we might have been leaning a little bit towards that, which is totally okay. But because we wanted this to kind of be just, you know, two Catholic guys who are discerning together life in general, um, we want to have those fun topics that come up from young Catholic life, you know? And so we really want this. We wanted it. And now that we've discovered this, we're realizing that we want to focus on other topics from the perspective of discernment. Like, hey, in this situation, how would you discern blank versus blank? Right. Um, or uh, you can think of it like this. Discernment is basically contemplation, and contemplation is thinking about God. So discernment is just thinking about God in situations. We're standing a lot. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like holy decision-making in every aspect of your life. Bingo. And, a way, and also a lens and a way to interpret and look at topics in a godly way. Uh, with with the help of the Lord. So not in the sense of like people tell you this is exactly what it, well there's some things where it's like this is the truth. But I think things were like being able to look at a top look at a question or a topic for yourself and use that um holy that discernment qualities yeah. to then develop an opinion or develop a an answer to a question or a topic. And so that's where we want to start doing is taking worldly topics or taking topics that are prevalent in the world and maybe even a bit obscure in the world. Maybe even random ones, because we have come up with a little bit of crazy ones. Um, and 
just analyzing it from uh, our perspective and, and also analyzing it in a discernment type of fashion and through just through a lens of holy decision making. Nice. Some of these topics may or may not include aliens, television, flirting, foul language, various theologians, different types of martyrdom, environmentalism, question mark, I guess, I don't know. Uh, hot dogs, are they a sandwich or not? Yes or no? I don't know. Did you write that down? I did write that down. Well, I didn't know about that um, one. Or perhaps even the topic for today, artificial intelligence. Which is something I've written a paper on before. <laughs> um, don't ask us how we got to this topic. Yeah, that um, was a lot of different random stuff. Um, <laughs> but our, this is like the test for like, if this even works or not. Exactly. This is this is more one of our nerdy topics. Actually, yes. it's actually probably middle nerdiness. Let's There's, yeah, a, couple, there's a couple of yeah. different ones. Um, but so our artificial intelligence in the sense of, because I don't know if, it, if a lot of you guys who thinks what people think of when they hear it, um, artificial intelligence in the sense of, you know, computers are actually able to, to make decisions and things like that. Cause there's very rudimentary artificial intelligence that like is autocorrect. Autocorrect is artificial intelligence. Um, there's also other things where there's self-driving cars. We've seen those around the road. A lot of times in Arizona, the other States don't allow them. Um, where they, they make decisions on that. Decision making. It's actually computer decision making. Whoa, so it's um, like artificial discernment. Kind of. Oh, a bit. gosh. Um, okay. Because then they, they also have artificial intelligence to try to, to imitate the AI. We're going to call it AI. AI. Um, AI. AI. AI, not oh, AYE, I. unfortunately. No. Um, AI. <laughs> well, yeah, AI. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they have some that that will try to replicate a human conversation, which are actually really funny. There's something I, that I yes. suppose is really hilarious. Um, and there's other things that they're, they're foreseeing that could take over certain human jobs and things like that. And there's, a, there's always that speculation. There's been a novel written on this and other things that, um, like, would artificial intelligence take over? Mm-hmm. And so we were just going to, like, so just the whole topic of artificial sure. intelligence in general, of topics of, like, exactly. Catholicism type of things and what where it fits into ethics and everything yeah and like that's like our topic and then we still wanted that's like that was basically all we've discussed about the topic so far yeah we want this to still be kind of that fluid conversation where we can banter back and forth and have fun with it um but yeah and that's hopefully the, the be thought provoking for you to um have your own opinion on it because right. it's not a right or wrong answer currently on this yeah intelligence. it's more just kind of like discussing a topic that is present in the world that we might that like as a church maybe we haven't really you know talk much about or maybe well that's not yeah there could maybe be, not but just like there talk. could be some topics that that, we, that the church hasn't discussed a lot about but you can gather from information what the church has said and other things to see what the stance would be yeah and there's other topics that the church would talk extensively about exactly um like homosexuality and things like that mm-hmm. um or but or you know things that people but people aren't very knowledgeable aware of yeah like yeah, yeah, topics yeah. that we're not really aware of that we don't think to think about yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. like aliens you know. Like aliens, exactly. Oh, I can't wait for that Exactly. So just like random yeah. things like that. So I want to start just kind of with you, Zach. Like what yeah. is your, what's your, a lot. So people, the general thing is either people are against it or for artificial mm. intelligence. What, and a lot of the reasons people are against artificial intelligence is because it is going to take people's jobs. It's going to, you know, things right. like that. But also I think there's, that you could bring up too, is that maybe humans are trying to create another human. Um, where you have cloning happening, cloning, quotation marks, we're not exactly it's cloning happening, but humans are trying to create something that only God can create type of thing. Oh, so you're looking at kind of like a worship of a false god. That, 
or trying to put ourselves on a higher pedestal than we are and try oh, to okay. really try to create something that is oh. that, and then there's also artificial intelligence that that people have talked about of embedding into people uh-huh. so like Parasitics, yeah, or making yourself have increased strength, or in, improving vision, mental capacity, things like that. Ah, just enhancements. Yeah. Enhancements, okay, exactly. Sweet. Um, and just kind of like what my what I think of that sort of thing. Yeah, just what's okay. your what's your opinion on well, social intelligence in general? I mean, the my initial reaction because I am a total nerd and I love reading. Um, my first thought is like every post-apocalyptic book I've ever read where it's like artificial intelligence destroyed the world. Right, exactly. <laughs> so my immediate reaction is like, AI, uh. Right. Uh. Um, even like, in like, the book that immediately comes to mind is Dune. Um, the whole thing That's with the book Dune. I was talking about, yeah. Oh, cool. That's where it's, name. uh, really? Okay. Uh, I'm trying to tie in what you were thinking of, what you were saying, but I, it'll come down in a second, I'm sure. Um, but what I was thinking was, the whole thing in Dune is like, there was this, basically this giant war that happened. They don't. It, this happens all before the events of Dune. But there's this giant war with the machines, basically, um, and the humans eventually conquer the machines, and then they make rules as far as you can no longer have machines that imitate humans that like can replicate human thoughts or that that sort of thing. And so they replace machines and artificial intelligence with um, these uh, these beings called Mentats, who are just like human supercomputers. So they have just extensive training to be able to compute and reason and like use logic like a computer would. Um, so that's like the first thing I think of is like AI is always this thing that's hyped up and then, oh shoot, they've turned on us and then boom, we're done with AI. Right. Where it's just kind of like a rise and fall of machines. Right. Uh, you can even think of like the Matrix. You see that in the Matrix or like um, even in um, one of the seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at one point, they make replicator, like one character makes basically like an AI robot who looks like a human and then I think her name is Ada or something and then she ends up like replicating every other human on the spaceship and then they end up taking over but what's funny is how many lines there are from the characters where they're like it's a it's a robot it's going to destroy us why is it still here <laughs> and they keep making jokes about how the ai is going to like kill them and then eventually it happens and it's like right. well you should have listened to what you were saying i um, i heard of one I, th- I guess i was thinking about a different book because the book okay. i of was it was a, like a war on machines machines mm-hmm. versus humans and then it ended with um I know that the, the machines won, and it, and the last line of the book was, and we've been functioning ever since. Whoa! Um, it was a book my sister had read, and I never read it. I forgot the name of it. I got, I thought it was Doom, but apparently it wasn't. But it was like a, it was like a, a apocalyptic thing where it I ended. I don't recall that. Like it ended in an apocalypse where the machines had taken over. I remember that uh, that last line. I do remember. I don't remember what. I can't replace it, but I do remember reading that. Um, huh. Fascinating. Yeah, I think those like that's what we immediately turn to is just kind of like that shoot must be bad because it can think. Right. And so I think we immediately look at it from a species perspective, like, okay, we are the dominant species because we have the use of logic and reason. Um, and so when something else comes along that also has those capabilities, then our species starts to feel threatened. So that's from a very like broad scale. But the question you said you said that another species that can you said that we are superior because we have logic and reason. Mm-hmm. Would an artificial intelligence have reason? Oh, that's true. Shoot, you're right. Like logic, like, yes, but not logic. Reason. Yeah. Because like, what, what specifically well, gives us our reason? Like, because would there be a time where a machine could have a algorithm that gives it reason to where it would know itself? Because then, because reason can be defined as like self awareness or mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. In a very broad sense. So if a machine has 
sensors or things like that to understand, oh, I'm being like touched or mm -hmm. I'm being, there's, I, there, I have an issue, like a check engine light. Sure. Technically the machine is aware that it has, that it has an issue. Uh -huh. Um, but then where, where does, where does it cross the line of if it's, if it's its own Reason. being okay. or if the human was telling it that type of thing. Gotcha. So like, so I was thinking more of it as like, I was using logic and reason as synonyms in that regard. Right. Um, but I get what you're saying. Cause it could be like, at what point does the, does the artificial intelligence start to respond to its surroundings right. and then make a decision based on its reactions? Right. Oh, okay. So are you talking about that kind of reasoning? Yeah. Like based on like an environmental change sort yeah. of thing? Or like human, or like human reasoning. Like all gotcha. reasons that we've been given to by God. Uh -huh. Where would humans try to replicate that? Right. I think that's interesting. Because um, I think kind of going back to the first point you made, you know, sort of where it's like, uh, I, I feel like what we're doing right now, because it's cool, we're just kind of like exploring from different angles without really saying like, this is good versus this is bad. Yeah. I think it's cool that we're kind of just examining it. We're, we're, we're like doing the helicopter flyover of the subject. We're like yeah. observing different things about it, which is cool. <clears throat> um, something that you mentioned um, where it's like humans creating what appears to be human. Um, and I, my question is like, why would we do that? Why would we make something that can think? Why would we create something so similar to our own design? I would, I would go with, um, go back to the, the story of the Tower of Babel, mm -hmm. where we were, we, the human race, tried to create something that reached God. They wanted to be equal with God. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that we are, think that the scientists who are working on this are saying, <clears throat> hey, because a lot of the scientists who are probably working on this are atheists, but not as a generalization. That may not, may not be true. <laughs> um, but they're, where they subconsciously saying, I want to, because humans are the most complex creation in the, yes. world, in the world. So where they, they want to reach the level of the most complex thing that, that on the material thing True. on earth mm -hmm. where it's like a, not a pride thing, but a, you know, a, a caliber to finally be reached type of thing. And because it is the most useful in our, ah, okay. because there's so many things and versatile, there's so many things that mm -hmm. we're able to do. The Lord has given us so many different faculties that we're able to do where if we are able to replicate that and then because the, the downfall of a human because um, it kind of goes to being like slaves where this is a lot this is kind of a crazy thing so, I, yeah, so yeah, yeah. you have where we want to have something as useful as a human or as helpful mm -hmm. and as like versatile type of thing that can be commanded and like that, that can follow uh, every whim okay. because it's unethical to do that to a human right. i.e. slavery uh -huh. um, going, going back to that okay. so it's like a usefulness type of thing and trying to reach the Lord and kind of have, gotcha. have the most com build the most complex thing. That makes sense. So I picked out kind of like three motives there behind like why someone would build, would create an artificial intelligence. Yeah. Um, the, I think, so one of them was like from the sense of pride, from kind of like saying, look what I've accomplished, look exactly. what I've created. Yeah. Which is, which can be a good thing because they're imitating, like in a certain sense it could be okay because you're imitating the creator. And we are told to, so, to, um, to populate and subdue the earth, right? Right. So in a sense, we're kind of like, like that could be maybe from that perspective, like, you know, you're, you're trying to be more like the father in a disordered way um, in this case, because depending on how far you take, you know, this creation that you've created. Um, okay, so one, so one motive could be like from the sense of pride. Another could be from the sense of uh, utility, 
which is very true. Um, you know, like I think like think like smartphones. You know, when used properly in order towards salvation, they are extremely valuable and extremely helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. Name one of the device that you can pick up and immediately have every book of the Bible in the palm of your hand. Exactly. Like there's no other device in the and world. Articles from so many other. Exactly. Connect, the connectivity is where it really roots out. Exactly. Right. Connected with it with everyone around the world and it, like plays into the universality of Catholicism. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when ordered in the right way, it's it's very that, that kind of artificial intelligence is very effective. Right. And very helpful. Um, so those are two motives. You've got uh, pride, um, utility, and then the third one was that sense of command, which is also something that I think stems from pride, um, from wanting to be greater than we are, um, having that sense of greatness. And so I think in that, because we are, um, we tend to have disordered desires, we tend to see that um, the sense of commanding someone the company said like this idea of like being above someone makes us we, we lose sight of the true mission of the faith um which is again the greatest among you let him be the servant to all you know and so i think that in that regard where it's like but at the same time yeah oh gosh wow so now we're i think that one's really catching my attention real quick so because it's like from if you were to say that like from human to human you want to be the servant to all right but then on the other hand if we're dealing with something like, like think about Siri. Let's use Siri as an example, right? Yeah. Siri is an extremely helpful tool to have. Um, at some points, she's really stupid. Well, this is like, true. Oh, yes, yes, like, yes. So it's like you have really close to this human, and sometimes it's just they fail. Exactly. Because, I mean, as humans, are always bound to fail, you know? Yeah. Um, but in that regard, think about, like, if you're commanding something, you know, is that sense of, like, asking, like, telling Siri, hey, get me directions home. Right. Like, what is that sense of command? Right having an almost sense of command but also empowering us to give us more abilities because like we uh-huh. we have like i like in, on the general uh if i've never been to a place before mm-hmm. i don't have the ability to navigate to that place effectively true um if it's a very like let's say i'm trying to get to uh, some place in flagstaff mm-hmm. or whatever i can get to flagstaff but i can't get to that specific place because i don't know the area right but then but then we have that command over something that has that ability, and so it basically extends our our, our natural capabilities. abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is always what I think. Kind of, I brought it up in the prayer a little bit. Is we that was the ability the Lord gave us is to make something else that gives that extends our ability. Right. Of what we can do that draws us closer to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So I think because I think now we're getting stuck on like so I mean we're looking at I think we've honed in on artificial intelligence for for the sake of utility. Which I think is is the most common reasoning behind why it would be beneficial and why it's being um, promoted. I think. Right. You know, even like self-driving cars, like it's everywhere now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but some people are okay. Let's continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just like so. If that's the case, then like, um, very interesting what you were saying. The thought I had was like, if we're using these artificial intelligence, like devices, um, and I won't share my perspective on this yet, but I wanted to ask you. Do you think that's subduing our natural talents by using these artificial intelligence devices? Subduing our natural talents, what do you mean? Yeah, kind of like what you were saying. Like, think about, like, if, um, for the, like, we use navigating as an example. Up in Flagstaff, definitely when I'm going up there, I'm bringing my smartphone with me because I don't know Flagstaff. Right. And so I need to be able to navigate around. Right. Because uh, I don't know what I'm doing. But if I was, but like, say I'm here in Gilbert, um, I know the side streets. I know where I'm going. Right. Because this is where I'm from. And I don't need the smartphone to tell me where to go. Exactly. If I was to use the smartphone to tell me how to go from point A to point B in an area that I know very well, is that subduing my natural talent for navigation? 
That's actually a great question. So I would say there's a lot of different perspectives on that because yeah. I think you and I, because I don't use my smartphone for navigation because mm-hmm. I just like to, even if I don't really know exactly where it is, I'm like, it's an where's adventure. the general area? It's an adventure. <laughs> and so it's, we, I think we both have a, 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 a natural, more talent of navigation, but there's also people that I know who are terrible at it, mm-hmm. who like cannot, who use navigation, who need it to get home right. and stuff like that. So... It goes in the way of like, let's say you were, you like, so I was like, okay, I know how to get to work, but I'm going to use my navigation to get to work. Mm-hmm. And it, it could be used, it, it could be seen as like subduing my natural talent. I think to me, I wouldn't classify it as bad. I would classify it as lazy, uh, where, where oh, it's like, okay. where, like laziness, where you can do it, but like we have those those we have that resource to do it. But why not try to better yourself to to always be working to to better yourself and increase your talents by just not right. using something to help it like as a crutch. So it's while it can be seen as as subduing your natural talents, um, and I I would not personally not use it. Um, I don't think it's bad. I would just be like, why? Like, why? Why would you do that? Right. Kind of thing where it's like, not not a necessary. If you don't, if you really don't need it, why need it? Uh, or why use it? Because it also mm-hmm. goes into um, our pride thing where it's like, oh man, like, well, I don't want help from from this. Oh yeah. Like that. But for somebody that actually needs it, like who knows who does it very well but still needs it and for navigation, it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. go ahead and use it. Yeah. And maybe that, I mean, like, that could apply to, to a multitude of things, like, as far as using um, electronic devices. I think, I mean, electronic devices, but then also, um, like, artificial intelligence as crutches. Um, I like that word that you used, crutches, because it's kind of like, it's, it's supporting us. Um, and in some cases, you need that support, um, where, you, where you, you genuinely just need, like, it, it really does make things, it makes life so much easier. Yeah. But in a situation where it's not necessarily necessary, if that was repetitive, um, where, <laughs> uh, where you don't need that to perform a certain task or to get from point A to point B or to do X, Y, Z, then I get what you're saying where, where it could be, where you could view it as kind of like, um, an unnecessary crutch or an excuse to kind of not engage, right. um, because you're letting something else do the to work that you would normally be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, cause there's always things like a lot of our technologies, like we could do it. Like we have a calculator, we could do our addition and our multiplication on paper. It's a possibility, uh-huh. but a lot of us, I'm assuming, choose to just do it on a calculator, things like that, sure. to make, make it easier to do it. I don't know if we can class that as artificial intelligence. I want to take artificial intelligence into decision making, yes. where it's like a, a robot's ability to decide and make decisions and learn, because there's also yeah. something called machine learning, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> to learn how to do a task and excel at it better than a human can mm-hmm. do it. And there's many different things that have done that. But what's because there's a lot of machines who can. Um, who can learn how to do tasks with the help of a human like yeah. they show you what the right way to do it and everything the the roadblock what people are trying to make is a machine that can learn any task where it's like okay it's not specifically made to learn how to do chess it's not specifically made to learn how to do how to fold laundry or do a backflip or, or do XYZ. A ba- exactly yeah. or walk yeah. or something like that where you can set it out and say okay do this or where it decides what to do mm-hmm. where, it's, where it tries to survival some out. type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um so in that sense my my point is like we're 
where would that come in a utility type of way? Right. Um, like, how would you use that where in a way that's not, um, A, diminishing human dignity. Right. And B, kind of like suppressing those natural talents. Like, how would you apply that in a way that doesn't infringe on both of those? Exactly. And where would you, like, where is the, the, I don't want to call it the morality. But the, the, ethic, the ethical, the like, ethical things, line, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of having it imitate and be as close to human as possible mm-hmm. type of thing. Huh. Yeah, that, that, that like virtual discernment. That's that's mm-hmm. it's so fun that we were talking about discernment that we were like virtual we need to talk about discernment and then we and then we encountered digital discernment. Virtual artificial intelligence. Huh. Like doing right. Things. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because that that is the that that's like the goal now at this point is like, from what it seems, I know that there are like when people are, when scientists are designing robots, like there's always a goal in mind. Like I want, I'm, de- I'm designing this robot to do this. Like in robotics, for example, we're yeah. competing. We're designing this robot to do a certain task. Um, but what does artificial intelligence actually, like what is that designed for? Right. We need to, we need, we need to like highlight those things and then ask ourselves like, okay, if artificial intelligence is, t- is like waking me up in the morning and it's driving my car for me and yeah. it's, you know, telling me how to get from point A to point B and it's like you're saying, hey, maybe you should really, yeah. Like at what point? What am I doing? Yeah, what are you doing to survive and thrive? Right. Like where where are you using? What, well, I guess like we are using the talents the Lord gave us to create that type of thing. Right. But so I want to ask you this. Yes. I want to end off because this might be a two parter type mm-hmm. of thing. We come back with one answers next time. I want to ask you if there ever came a time that uh, let's say an artificial intelligence sh- robot in an anthropomorphic um, shape and design mm-hmm. was introduced yes um would you personally use it probably not just because it's foreign i think the immediate response would be this is new and weird and holy cow it can think for itself yeah before even taking anything else into consideration i think myself personally i think the majority of people would say that's weird right that, like it's new and different like absolutely not um and then i think again for me personally i think it keeps coming back to human dignity for me and kind of saying is this elevating human dignity or is this suppressing human dignity and, exactly. and, and like letting us hide from our identity as children of God? Mm-hmm. You know, we're made to um, subdue the earth, to cultivate and subdue the earth. Um, and if we're being constantly served in that way, then we are not capable of subduing the earth. We're not capable of serving one another yeah. if we're just building things that will serve us. Exactly. Um, and so while it is not intrinsically bad, I would be hesitant to use it simply because of the implications it could have on my well-being in the long term as far as you know maintaining a rigorous life of virtue and discipline and things like that that are necessary for a holy way of life because we're built to to take care of ourselves yeah we're we're made for work yeah yeah, Yeah. we literally are and so i i wanted to bring up one last point yes on that topic where someone could say hey wouldn't making an artificial intelligent robot that did major breakfast for you Mm -hmm. that um helped you decide things who did the menial tasks who maybe even ran the world where there wouldn't need to be people to run the electrical grid Mm. um and run like law enforcement things like that would people could what someone could say hey that would give you more time to spend in prayer to spend on on other tasks in life that may that that are just for enjoyment and for bettering yourself sure what would what would your response be on that? Like, what would you would you think? I have a response, but I want to sure. see what yours was. Um, I think if the I think kind of what you're saying is like if robots were there to eliminate suffering, just in general, would that be okay? 
or, like, or just or like tasks menial that, tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I think like like no working on Sunday. It was like, oh, I don't work on Sunday. Sure. Spend time with the Lord. Yeah. Well, robots gave them gave that ability to do every day. Right. Like if robots were just like there on Sundays, like hey, peace out, guys, go enjoy Sunday. Right. We're gonna take everything. Like what would that be? People still have service jobs on Sunday, so it's like, but if that sure. was all eliminated. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would still be concerned. I think because um the Lord worked and suffered. Um, and so if that isn't, and then the Lord made that good, the Lord made work and suffering good, they made those good things, um, that are, um, beneficial to our salvation. And so if we take that out, um, even in small amounts like that, I, I would be, I don't know where that would go, but I would be concerned that we're eliminating these good things, um, that might, you know, from a material standpoint, very, do very little like folding laundry every, no one enjoys folding laundry exactly right and so like but even that menial task is an opportunity for sanctification um that can be used you know you can offer that up and that can be the best prayer of your day you know and so i think the, even those the small act those small you know um works of charity those small just acts of, of work in general um are often more beneficial spiritually than the than, than your daily job you know than your your major job or your major task for the day. Those small menial tasks provide ample opportunity for salvation, or not for salvation, sorry, for sanctification um, throughout the day. And so I would say, I would still be hesitant to say it is better to let artificial intelligence take care of this so that I can spend more time in prayer when we are being asked, as St. Benedict would say, to pray and work. Yeah, it's like your, my, that was very similar to my response where, where all of the tasks and jobs that we have to do can all be offered up mm-hmm. as a prayer and can all be done out of suffering and love for the Lord. Right. Type of thing where none of, not, no task that we do unless it's a sin um, keeps us away right. from the Lord. But we're not going to have robots sin for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Like, you know, so it's where every task that you have to do throughout the day, every work that you have, and it can be offered up for the Lord, to the Lord and can be mm-hmm. done in prayer where <clears throat> having robots do it is not quite necessary. Right. Whereas, do we want to take that away from our daily life? Exactly, yeah. Do you want to, to try to make a human to, to do other tasks? Because you still have the question of, is it okay to, to try to make a human? But Right, like how far are you, are you deifying the creation? Yeah. Yeah. So fascinating. A lot of crazy questions on that. Yeah. Um, just wanted. To, I want to. And that's just one perspective too, because I think we're also. I think we we definitely honed down the things that were like. This is the possibility for a negative result. Right. Like this could happen, but on the other hand, it could be totally awesome as well. Exactly. You know, like there are certain aspects that are that are invaluable. You know, like we mentioned, like navigation, like we mentioned. Yeah. Not totally AI, but definitely there's there are some bits and pieces of that in there that definitely make it easier and draw us closer to the Lord in kind of a. A disconnected way, because I would love to see artificial intelligence happen. That's a great. Right. That's like a great achievement for for mankind. Is like, like things. It's already happened, but like mm-hmm. things, like things happening. Um, right. Artificial intelligence being like perfected, and mm-hmm. not, we can never perfect anything, but being increased to a higher sure. level, reaching what the humans want to make it out. Exactly. But yeah, a lot of great questions on that, and and changes. Change is inevitable too. So exactly. You know. Who knows? Right. So you know, Good open to interpretation on how you guys. You guys all think of it as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it if you want to text yeah. us or DM us or anything like that. I think that was a pretty good topic. How, like, how do you think that went? Like, be totally honest. Was that like a cool topic? Was it just I, kind of like, what'd you think? I think we, we, that type of discussion is what we are looking for. I agree. And what we really kind of created this podcast as like a discussion where we present our thoughts that can be, that are rooted in, in um, the teaching of the church and 
you know, allow allowing you guys to kind of to jump in on that. Yeah, to jump in and have your get gather your own and make your own decisions off of it um, in line with the church as well. Nice. As we go through. Fantastic. So, give us your opinion on how we think too. We're going to post some some polls and for other previous topics, (laughs) future topics. Um, we are excited about these ones. It'll be yeah. Good. If you guys enjoyed it, I mean, we're again, we need, we would, we love your response. Please respond. We do love you. Um, and and and, <laughs> and your input is invaluable. So your input does matter. It really me. is. Yeah. So continue. We think we think we. It's awesome to have to hear you guys listening and stuff, and we always mm-hmm. want to hear from you. So prayer requests for this week. Real briefly, we're, we're, say, it was a long episode. <laughs> I would say my mind blank for like two seconds. Um, motivation for. And person, I would say motivation to write my application for the seminary. I didn't sure. it that last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needs to be done, and I'm not doing it, and it needs to be done. So <laughs> that you took the first step. Now you got to follow through. Exactly. Yeah. And I've done. I've done a psyche valve, but I need to write essays. Nice. Cool. Cool. For you. Um, and for me, yep. Just uh, definitely. I think uh, just that I wouldn't get to enjoy this last week kind of here at home before I go to Flagstaff um, and really be intentional about spending time with my family and, you know, getting to share parts of, at least a part of the summer with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making, yeah, for being present and intentional with my, with this next week. Yeah. Definitely. Perfect. Cool. cool. Well, sweet. We'll see you all next week. We love you all. Um, continue offer up, choose one task that you have to do this week and offer it up as a sacrifice to the Lord. Is that your challenge? Yeah. I have a challenge for you too. Oh boy. Eat a handful of jelly beans. Oh, can you eat a red one too? I, I, I hope that there are red jelly beans. Those okay. are the best ones. I was just checking. Are okay. you really? I was saying the purple ones are pretty good too. No! Red jelly beans are the best. What's your favorite jelly bean? Oh boy. Anyways, good luck. We love you all. Peace out. Peace. Jelly bean.